you're listening to Done With The Dumb Stuff, hosted by Next Level Success Coach, Empowerment Speaker, Arthur, and founder of the Phenomenal Woman Empowerment Network, Sharice L. Irby. Sharice is a storyteller, so the topics and discussions are woven with her real life experiences and are selected to empower, encourage, equip, and elevate you at to live your best, most authentic lives right now. Get ready for a different perspective. And as we always say, listen at your own risk. Hey, 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 phenomenal women and those great men that are out there. Thank you for joining me today on today's uh, new podcast episode. I am Sharice L. Irby, and I'm just excited to be with you. We're going to jump right into today's topic. Can we talk about dating? Can we just talk about dating? You, me, can we just wrap a minute? Can can we just have a discussion? (laughs) Okay, some of you may be saying, okay, Sharice, there you go, talking about dating again. I know some of my uh, married listeners, you're thinking, Man, she's talking about dating again. I'm married. However, today's discussion, today's topic, it may actually be able to help you in your marriage. If you're in a committed relationship and you're no longer dating, it may still be some good nuggets and some jewels in there uh, to be able to enrich and can continue to promote positivity in your relationship. Um, But here lately, it seems like I'm on one. You know, I am a widower. I'm finding myself single again. And I'm out here dating and living my best life. And so there's just so much that I'm coming across in this dating life that I can't help but speak to it. And today is no different. Can we talk about dating? Uh, So you know, if you know me, I'm positive. I believe in love. I believe that there is a a lid for every pot. I believe that if your heart's desire is to be in a beautiful, amazing, monogamous relationship, there is somebody out there for you. And that relationship is out there for you. But I hear so many of my sisters and my brothers talking about the woes of dating and how difficult it is to date. And now that I'm back out there, back on the bike, and I am to dating, I can understand what some of you, the perception that some of you may have. On the other hand, I still have a slightly different perspective. I am meeting some amazing men. Uh, They may not be the right lid for this pot, (laughs) but they are somebody's lid and they are great men, nice men, you know, professional, hardworking, you know, passionate, all of those things. But I am peeping out a couple things that are happening and you know, some of you, some of us may be making dating much more complicated than what it needs to be. 
you know, now we have lots of influencers. I'm an influencer. Everybody has their perspective. Everybody has their opinion. But I honestly believe that there are a lot of people that are perpetrating. There's a lot of people that are putting messages out there that are leading so many of us <laughs> uh, down a path that we're making the very thing that we want, the relationship, drama-free dating, we're adding to it by listening to all of these random thoughts that are just not centered in good, sound wisdom. So as you continue to date, before I go any further, I want to implore you to use wisdom and to use common sense in your dating, okay? Now, that was just a real teeny, teeny soapbox. Let's get into some juicy stuff. Y'all know I share my business. Uh, so there is this gentleman that, um, you know, that we are, I've been talking to, trying to get to know. Um, you know, the uh, chemistry is there, the attraction is there. And, um, and so, you know, we have been talking and um, we're still in that talking, getting to know each other phase. Um, we're not exclusive. We're not, you know, any of these things as of yet, we're still, you know, who are you? Who are you? Let's learn about each other. Um, so we were talking and I have some expectations. You know, if we're building towards something, if we're trying to get to know each other, uh, anything that you do not nourish, anything that you do not water, anything that you do not feed will die. So I am one of those people. I am a communicator and communication is key if I'm trying to get to know you, if we're attempting to build something, um, if we are, you know, maybe possibly kind of seeing a future down the road, um, you got to communicate with me. And I am of the mindset that if a man and or woman, um, but I'm still an itsy bitsy kind of corner of me, it's still a little old-fashioned, whatever you may want to call, but I like an assertive man, you know, come get your girl, right? So you got to come get me. You got to, you know, be on it. That's just who I am. Now I'm going to match energy, probably surpass your energy, um, but you got to be assertive and, you know, you got to come get me. Uh, if you're not assertive, I may not even recognize that you're interested uh, because I'm not I'm not searching like that, right? I'm living my life. So you got to come get your girl. And, um, and so I expect you to call. I expect to hear from you. Uh, I know that there are some people that subscribe and say, you know, oh, I don't have time to be on the phone with you every day. I hear a lot of men saying, I don't have time to be on the phone with you every day. I can't be talking to you every day. I got things that were in my life before you. They're going to be in my life after you, you know, I, yada, yada, just all this noise, right? But here's what I believe and what I know to be true because I have been around the block a time or two. <laughs> uh, I pay attention to relationships. I've had my own relationships. 
I've had dysfunctional relationships. I've had amazing relationships. I had an amazing marriage. So I'm speaking from a place of what I know to be true. And that thing is what I know to be true is that if a man, and I'm going to say man, but it goes both ways, men and women. If a man <laughs> is interested in you and he's feeling some sort of chemistry, he's feeling you, he sees you in his future, he is going to want to speak with you. He's going to want to communicate with you. He's going to want to get to know you. He's going to want to be able to advance the status of your relationship. So if a man is telling me that he doesn't have time for me, he doesn't have time to be on the phone, that indirectly and directly is telling me that he's not that into me, right? He doesn't necessarily see uh, something moving long-term with me because he's not willing to make me a priority in his list of things to do on a daily basis. Because out of a 24 hour day, somebody who is interested in you out of 24 hours a day, they can certainly take five to 10 minutes to text you, to call you and just say, hey, I'm thinking about you. How's your day? You know, et cetera. I'm not saying that every day has to be a two hour, three hour conversation. Don't nobody got time for all of that. We all out here making moves and living life, right? But out of 24 hours, definitely, if you're interested in someone, you can find five to 10 minutes to let that person know that they're on your mind. So this individual and I, this gentleman, we were having a dialogue and I was saying, because he, you know, in the beginning, <laughs> we were talking frequently, long conversations. And then I found that I was reaching out to him more than he was reaching out to me. And that doesn't work for me. Uh, so I matched his energy. <laughs> and he didn't like that. And was like, where, where are you? Where'd you go? You know, I'm not hearing from you. Well, I'm not hearing from you. And so I, I you know, you leave me no other thing to believe than you have other things to do. I have other things to do. And so, you know, we're living life. And he says to me, because I said to him, if he wants me to be in his life, and if he wants to grow any type of relationship with me at any level, communication is important to me. And I expect regular communication. That's not going to change. That expectation is not going to change. And he said to me, you want a man who's going to bow down to you. And I thought, hmm. And I could tell from the way that he said that, that that was supposed to be something to check me or it was supposed to be a negative thing. But as I thought about that, he said, you want a man to bow down to you. 
I'm a different type of woman. I'm a different type of chick. My perspective is different. The way my brain is wired is different. I understand. I understand that. I'm putting it all out there. But as I thought about that, I thought, you're right. You're absolutely right. I can't deny it. I want a man to bow down to me. Yes, I do. If that's the terminology that you want to use, yes, I want a man to bow down to me because I too am going to bow down to that man. If we're wanting to use the terminology bow down, people may use different words. I'm not going to play word games and semantics with you. If you're saying that me having a expectation of regular communication is me wanting a man to bow down to me, absolutely, I want that. Because whatever expectations that that man has, I too am going to bow down to him to meet his expectations. This gentleman that I was talking to, uh, he had made it known that he had certain expectations. Any woman that he was talking to that was gonna be his girl, that was gonna be his ride or die, she had to be able to do X, Y, and Z. There were some things that were non-negotiables. Uh, and so it was important to him. And when he told me those, my thought wasn't, oh, you want some woman to bow down to you. My thought was, can I bring those items to the table? And my answer was, yes, not a problem. I got you, boo. I can bring those items to the table so we can keep talking. You know, I got you covered in each and every one of those. Those are important to you. They become important to me. Based on his frame of thinking, that would be bowing down. And I'm willing to bow down to my man. I think in this whole dating component and building relationships and even inside of relationships we are so narrowly narrowly focused we are so one track minded we're looking for what we can get out the relationship what can i get from him what can i get from her i need gas i need my rent paid i need my mortgage paid i need my nails done i need my hair done i whatever it may be you know i need sex i need to be you know i need oral sex once a day whatever it is we're looking for what we can get from that other person we're looking at what our needs are we're looking at what's going to make our worlds happy and what's going to benefit us and what we're going to get out of it. We're not looking at or considering what the other person is going to, how they're going to benefit and what they're going to get out of this relationship as well. My perspective is I'm looking at what I'm bringing and I'm looking at what you're bringing. It's a give and take. There are times where I'm the giver and you're the taker. There's times you're the giver, I'm the taker. There are things that I am going to have to quote unquote, <laughs> bow down to you uh, because I wanna see you happy. I wanna see you successful. I wanna be the best 
thing that has come into your life. I want to be your primary cheerleader. I want to be your soft place. Look, I got you, boo. I am your body to your Clyde, okay? We are going to rock this thing out. And if that means I'm bound down to you for you to feel all of those things and know that I got you, then I'm good. I'm bowing. But I also want someone who is equally, if not more, invested in our relationship, invested in our courtship, invested in our dating, that they're also willing to bow down to me. It's a two-way street. We bow to each other. If I'm focused on keeping you happy and you're focused on keeping me happy, man, isn't that a wonderful relationship? Likewise, I know people get so skittish and so, you know, they lose their mind when you start talking about submitting. I had this, this woman and this man and, and lady, they were dating and early on, it was early in their dating phase. I, I think it was maybe like their third date. And he said that he needed a woman to, to um, submit. And she got up and walked out the date. She was like, I, I'm not submitting to any man. I was like, sis, did you ask him what is his definition of submission? What, is, what does it mean for a woman to submit to him? When you heard him out, it very well could have been things that you already possess, things that you already do. It may already be a way that you already want to treat your husband. Uh, you allowed a word to cause you to possibly miss out on a really great relationship because you didn't ask some additional questions. I'm not scared of the word submission. Submission. I am willing to submit to my man, the man that God has sent my way. I'm willing to submit. Now let's talk about what that looks for you because for every man, for every woman, that can look different. That can be different. Let's put that out on the table. What does submission look like to you? And if I'm not willing to treat that man that way, then he's not my man. Because I believe when every, and I just, I will believe this until, you know, God shows or tells me something different. Um, I believe that when a woman is presented with her man, God has placed within her to be everything that that man needs. And that is what will rise up out of her because God has created that man for her in this way. And he's going to be everything that she needs. And they will fulfill each other. I know my wonderful sisters who have said, oh, I don't cook. I'm not going to be cooking for no man. He going to have to cook or we going to have to eat out. And then she met her man, the man for her. And he said, baby, I would love for you to cook. And she went and took some cooking lessons. And guess what? Now she cooks. You know, I have seen that happen. I have seen uh, women who didn't even know how to cook and within matters of months turned into excellent cooks because they, they got with the right man and they wanted to meet his need just like he wanted to meet her need. And so stop being scared of words. Find out what the person needs and are you willing to meet that need and then be willing. Just like you want your needs met, 
that other person wants their needs met. And when both of you come together and you're determined and you are willingly wanting and desiring to meet that other person's needs, what an amazing relationship that will be. And so by the time I got through talking to this young man, <laughs> uh, he didn't say nothing else about that subject. Because I took the sting out. Yes, I want a man to bow to me because I'm going to bow to that man. I don't mind submitting. I am willing to submit to my man, my the head of my household, my husband. Uh, I have no problem submitting to him. Likewise, he will not have a problem being my provider and my protector and all those things that I need from him as well. We're going to be that one to another. You establish that within your relationship. That's why we got to be careful who's in our ear. That's another podcast episode. If you haven't listened to it, listen to it. Be careful who's in your ear because every relationship is different. Every relationship is different. And you have people that are, are giving you absolutes. They're saying that this is the only way for you to be in a relationship. Or a man who is this will only be with this type of woman. Or you got to do this to get a man or to keep a man. Or you got to be. And they're talking in absolutes. What I'm telling you today is. The only absolute is between you and your partner, the person you're dating, the person you're engaged to, the person that you're married. What matters is what each one of you desire and think and want and need. And that's different because we are all different. That's different for every person. What works for me may not work for you. I've shared multiple times and in one of the other podcasts, I shared my late husband. For him, it was important to him for me to be home, to be in the house when he got home from work. That was important to him. I didn't try to reason with him. I didn't try to talk him out of it. I didn't, oh, you trying to make me submit. Oh, you want me to bow down. Oh, I, I'm done with the dumb stuff. If that makes, if that's important to you, I can do that. That is one of the easiest things in the world for me to be able to do. I rearranged my day and intentionally would make sure that I was home when he got home. Now, an hour later, two hours, I might be someplace totally different, might be doing something different. But at 4.30, when he got home, I was home. Hey, babe, yo, we have this thing. He would, Lucy, I'm home. Um, if that's bowing down, if that's submitting, it's all good. Because that man loved me and he provided everything that I needed from him but I was also willing to meet his needs. You know, we've gotten to this place where we're so focused on our needs and what we want that 
intentionally meeting our partner, our significant other, our spouse, the person we're dating, courting, et cetera, to intentionally meet their needs, it's starting to become like you done cuss somebody out. You know, like it's this horrible thing, okay? Uh, but in dating, we should want to better each other. We should want to elevate and esteem and build up. We should want greatness one for the other. That's why I believe in matching energy. Man, if you coming at me, I'm coming at you. If you're giving me 200%, I'm giving you 200% and probably more just because that's how I roll, okay? Um, but if you giving me 10%, you got 10%. I'm not feeling used, you're not feeling used. <laughs> uh, look, I'm not asking you to pay my rent. Don't ask me to pay your rent. I'm not asking you to pay my mortgage. Don't ask me to pay your mortgage. I'm not asking you to put gas in my tank. Don't ask me to put gas in your tank. You know, now when we switch up that energy, when, when you're now putting gas in my tank, now it's fair game. I got to match your energy. You may be the giver and I may be the taker, but next time I'm the giver and you're the taker. We both got to make deposits into each other because there's always going to be withdrawals. There's nothing worse than going to your bank account and you need $100 and you go to make a withdrawal and you only got $50 in there and, and you need 100 you can't withdraw what you need because your bank account is insufficient. Well, that happens with us mentally, emotionally, financially, all the above. You got to make deposits into your significant other so that when you do make a withdrawal, even if it's not intentional, that there's so much in the bank that that withdrawal doesn't even matter. It's like a, a bleep on the radar because of how much you've invested, how much you've deposited. But nowadays we're so scared to make a deposit. Oh, I'm gonna make a deposit and, and you know he's only making withdrawals and I'm making all the deposits. No, we gotta deposit into each other. You know, whatever that looks like, my, what he deposits into me may look completely different than what I deposit into him. That's because we're meeting the need of the other person, of the other individual. So y'all, I just, in this whole dating experience, encounter, I guess I just say, and, and my two cents, is, is don't be fearful. Uh, if you're going to date, be willing to date, be willing to invest in that other person. Be willing to also walk away if it's not your person. You know, you don't have to settle, no need to settle. And if that person is not willing to give of all of themselves in your dating encounter, um, take note of that. Both of you should be healthy. If one of you is still dealing with past situations, past hurt, past stumbles, that person is not healthy and ready to be in a relationship. See, who, whoever's dating me right now, they got me and my like prime, right? I didn't have a bad relationship I'm coming out of. I'm coming out of a wonderful black love story, 
right? I I still believe in love. I'm still, look, I'm still popping and still doing my thing and, you know, living out here living my best life. I'm coming from a very healthy place. So the man that I choose to allow to court me that we're going to date, we're going to evaluate if we want to move to the next place, that man needs to be healthy. He needs to be coming from a healthy place. And then two healthy people coming together, we're going to have a healthy relationship that's going to be a balanced relationship. And no one feels like they're doing all the giving and the other person's doing all the taking. We won't mind bowing down to each other. We won't mind submitting one to another. We won't mind doing all of those things that makes love and makes relationships so wonderful. So be done with the dumb stuff. Put all of the foolishness, the craziness, all of these things that are coming in between you and the relationships that you desire. Kick all that stuff to the curb. Be done with the dumb stuff. Wash your hands of that. Be open to the people who you're dating. Open up your spirit and allow yourself to attract the right type of men or women into your life and then be willing to meet them where they are so that you can go to the next level in your relationship. Look, if they with it, I'm with it. If they're bowing, I'm bound. We bowing together. We're, we're doing things together. So just know that that is my declaration on today. Don't give up on love. Go find love. Don't give up on relationships. Don't give up on dating. Allow this to be your best life. Allow your relationship to be the best relationship in your life. Look at how you can serve one another more. How you can serve one another at the next level. And I would love to hear your comments. I would love to hear your feedback. Look, drop it in the comments. I want to hear from you. Thank you for joining me. And I can't wait until we come together on the next podcast. Blessings. You have been listening to Done With The Dumb Stuff, hosted by Sharice L. Irby. Please connect with Sharice on Instagram at Sharice Speaks. And like, subscribe, and turn on your YouTube notifications on her YouTube channel, Sheree Speaks. If you would like to purchase your I'm Done With The Dumb Stuff t-shirt or any other tee that you may have seen Sharice wearing, visit notnowapparel.shop. We invite you to listen to all of our previously recorded podcast episodes make sure you catch up. Sharice has been dropping some gems, some amazing nuggets. And until we come together next week, be blessed and live your best life.